Money FM 89.3, the best of prime time. Thanks for joining us on Primetime. I'm Bharati Jagdish. Now, prices of HDB resale flats logged their 26th consecutive month of increase in August, even though their volumes remained on a downtrend to potentially signal a drop in demand. According to flash estimates from property portal SRX and 99.co released today, resale prices increased a marginal 0.4% in August from the previous month. Mature estates booking 0.8% and non-mature estates 0.2% growth in prices. Let's take a look at the year-on-year figures. Resale prices in August were up 10.8%, with an 11.4% increase in non-mature estates and a 10% increase in mature estates. Overall, the Singapore property market witnessed a robust increase in the second quarter of this year, despite rising mortgage rates. HDB resale flat asking prices have reached a new high with the pace of million-dollar HDB flat transactions this year as well, surpassing last year's numbers. And similarly, private property sales have recovered from last year's property cooling measures. Now, all of this is coming as asking prices for non-landed private homes climbed nine consecutive quarters and landed private properties climbed 10 consecutive quarters. Let's speak with Dr. Tanti Kuhn. He's country manager at Property Guru Singh. To find out more and to get an outlook for the rest of the year. Hi, Dr. Tan. Hi, Bharati. Thanks for joining us, Dr. Tan. Now, while we are seeing a continuing increase based on the figures we've cited, there has been a slowdown in price gains. For instance, June saw an increase of 1.2% from the previous month. This was followed by a slower 0.7% price growth in July, then 0.4% in August. To what extent do you think price resistance actually might be setting in? Well, uh, Bharati, uh, there are a number of uh, observations that we've made. One is that despite uh, the upward trajectory of price growth, we are seeing uh, in both private residential as well as HDB resale uh, sectors that there is a volume contraction, albeit gradual. Yeah, that came to a point where uh, property buyers will have to consider uh, if I'm taking a mortgage loan, and interest rates for me are rising, then um, there will be more of my repayment uh, each month going to servicing the interest rather than the principal sum I borrowed. And would that be uh, something that I can do uh, and within my budget? So that's been the case, uh, Bharati. Mm. So you mentioned volume and indeed compared with August last year, the number of transactions were down by 15.5%. So you're saying rising interest rates are having an impact in terms of the number of people then venturing into the market. But considering price growth, how would you explain it? It's because of the supply crunch that we are facing in Bharati. Mm. Um, and that is why uh, the government, when they last implemented a steel cooling measures on the 16th December 2021, they have also announced rolling out uh, new BTO uh, sites and as well as government land sales sites uh, have also been uh, released. And the whole purpose of this is to address the supply crunch problem. However, we all know that all these take time because it takes four and a half years at least for a BTO uh, estate to be built. Uh, it takes uh, time for uh, tenders to be called for the government land sales sites. And by the time the developer is ready for launch, uh, it's another 12 months. And when the developer builds, it's another two to three years. So given that, we are faced with declining inventory right now. And that's why 
while demand is very robust, it has an impact on price. Mm. So, do you expect this to continue, considering what you just said, that, you know, even though more BTO flats have been launched, for instance, they're going to take time to be ready? That's right. So, we expect this uh, price growth to continue, um, at least into next year, until more completions are taking place, both for the BTOs as well as uh, condos uh, next year. You know, you mentioned rising interest rates, Dr. Tan. The thing is, a lot of analysts have pointed out that eligible HDB flat buyers do have the option of home mortgages from the HDB at a fixed interest rate of 2.6%. So really, are the concerns over rising interest rates unfounded for most people? Well, for uh, HDB resale flats, uh, HDB flat buyer has the option of either taking a fixed interest rate loan with HDB, and that's 2.6%, uh, or uh, a bank loan, right? So if, depending on um, where you are in your station of life, you may uh, consider taking a HDB loan because it's fixed interest, it gives stability, and you can predict uh, each month uh, how much to pay. And considering the fact that uh, interest rates are rising for uh, bank loans, for example, this will be a good bet to go on, right? Especially if I know that I've just started work and mm. uh, I have a fixed uh, remuneration and this will be the way I go, stability, because interest rates are actually nearing 2.6 now uh, for bank loans. For those who wish to have flexibility, then that will be a different uh, ballgame altogether. They may think that uh, a bank loan is uh, better suited for them. Mm, and then, of course, there is a trade-off. You risk higher interest rates, don't you, when you do that? That's right. That's right. Yeah. What about million-dollar resale flats, Dr. Tan? I mean, we saw $33 million flats last month. And every time I bring this up, uh, the person on the other line will snigger, just like you did. So in July, <laughs> the same number of million-dollar flats were sold. Some analysts have been trying to put the headlines in perspective for us, saying that actually they make up a minuscule number in the larger scheme of things, they made up just 1.4% of last month's total resale transactions. What do you think? Well, that's correct. Uh, the demand for million-dollar resale flats is actually healthy with interest for the rarer flat types with larger floor area remaining hot favourites. The pace of million-dollar HDB flat transactions this year uh, has in fact already surpassed that of uh, 2021. There are $231 million HDB flats being transacted in the first eight months of this year. So uh, we can expect over 300 such million dollar flats by year end, which is at least 15% increase year on year if this momentum continues. So this is a significant increase from the previous year, which saw $261 million flats transacted. Now let me uh, maybe put some context to this. Mm. Post-pandemic hybrid work arrangements have prompted property seekers to look out for larger flat types. So for a million dollars, it is possible to purchase only a 500 square feet, one better condo unit, whereas the same money can buy a 1,280 square feet, five-room HDB flat, for example. And I think that makes sense, especially for those who are looking for more space as hybrid work arrangements uh, prevail. We'll talk a little bit about how to keep HDB flats still affordable and within reach in just a moment. But let's talk about private property. 
New right. condominium launches boosted private property sales volume in the second quarter. Earlier this week, about three quarters of all units at Sky Eden at Bedok condominium was sold at an average price of $2,100 per square foot. What do you make of all of this? What are the top launches and what are some of the other notable upcoming launches that you would draw our attention to? Right. The top three new condo launches uh, based on units transacted in the second quarter of 2022 are Piccadilly Grand, mm. Life at MB and North Gaia, which is an uh, executive condominium. So the rest of Central Region or RCR, uh, in short, was the main price driver in that quarter mainly due to the success of uh, Piccadilly Grand at Life MB launches. Uh, Piccadilly Grand uh, sold 79% and uh, Life MB 77% of their units, uh, respectively on their launch weekends. Now, with more people returning to office, uh, I can understand why buyers may have opted for RCR properties to make daily commutes to work uh, mm. more convenient. Uh, and as for notable upcoming launches, uh, prospective buyers should take note of launches in the outside central region because that's where the show would be, uh, such as Sanaka Residence that is likely to be in Q4, uh, Lentor Modern, which is launching for sales this coming weekend, and Sky Eden, as you just mentioned, which was launched for sales yesterday and saw 75% uh, sales. So we expect these launches to attract uh, HDB upgraders meeting genuine occupier demand and setting new benchmark prices for their respective districts. Here's the thing, Dr. Tan. There has been a lot of talk of an impending recession. Why is it that in Singapore, we don't seem to be affected by those fears at all? And hence, you know, perhaps be a little more prudent with how much money we spend on property. What's going on here? Well, I think uh, one uh, has to do with the stability Uh, of uh, the government and the fact that the government uh, even earlier uh, this year has given out $1.5 billion worth of vouchers uh, to help uh, citizens cushion against uh, inflationary impact, isn't it? And um, we remember how the government in uh, the COVID years actually dished out $100 billion of uh, funds in order to help uh, actually mitigate the impact of covid on businesses and on the lives of individuals. So uh, this is one. Secondly, I think Singaporeans uh, have been prudent uh, and uh, a good number of them have been saving to invest in an asset that they feel can go for the longer term, uh, looking forward to capital appreciation. And in fact, uh, property is a good hedge against inflation as well. So if you have the holding power and be able to service uh, the mortgage loan, in the long term, this property asset will make sense for you when you decide to exit and cash out. And so that's a second uh, reason. The third is, if you look at property investment now, uh, renters are going up. And that could be one factor that's motivating uh, those uh, who are owning properties right, to buy uh, mm. even a second property because the returns seem to be uh, very attractive. Mm. And rentals are going up partly because people are waiting for BTO flats to be ready, right? That's one That's of the right. reasons for sure. That's right. And also a completion of uh, private property condominiums. Yeah. yeah. 
final thing, and this has to come up in any property discussion, especially when we've been seeing such healthy growth, cooling measures. Do you think uh, we need them at this point, considering the price growth that we have seen? Because this goes to affordability for everyone, not just people with money. Well, in my view, uh, the government has always been keeping a close tap on the property market so that it continues to be uh, stable and uh, sustainable. And we have seen a, a slew of cooling measures in December 2021. Uh, That's right. More BTO rollouts and government land sales sites being released to address the supply crunch, as I mentioned earlier, because the current property inventory continues to decline due to robust take-up rate. Now, it may be possible for the government to intervene should private home prices see sustained double-digit percentage growth in the upcoming quarters despite rising interest rates. And if it happens this year, it will be the first when two rounds of property curbs are implemented within 12 months of each other. However, that would be the last resort in my view as the government has already made moves to cool the market in the medium term by increasing housing supply. So as property prices and bank interest rates continue to climb, some buyers may now be priced out of the homes that they are looking to buy. Buyers should then exercise prudence, in my view, in this environment, right-size their property purchases so as not to stretch their purse strings. All right. Many thanks, Dr. Tan T. Kun, Country Manager at Property Guru Singapore. You have a great day ahead. And thanks for joining us on Primetime. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.